Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Steve, you get your hair cut reasonably often. That's a fair assessment, right? Yeah, about every three weeks or so. Yeah. So... The thing I've realised about why I don't like getting my hair cut is... Yeah. Can I guess? Can I guess? Go on. I think it's because you don't like uh, looking like you've had a haircut. I I, 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 I think it's because, you, you yeah, like for the, and then for the first few days, it looks too much like you've had a haircut. I think that's what it is. You know what? Um, Adam, that's yeah. spot on, mate. Really? I got an enormous... I've just had a haircut and I got an enormous amount of joy at work the other day from uh, convincing people that I hadn't had my haircut. Yeah, so they'd be uh, like, "How'd your hair cut?" Yeah. Like, no, no, just like yeah. basic no. gaslighting, you know, just like, you know. <laughs> just like your standard everyday gaslighting. Um, <laughs> no, no one's going to understand what we've just done. No, but it was very good. And we can all lovely. pat ourselves on the back. Everyone enjoyed what we just did, and everyone is now wondering what, are what they, they doing. What have they done? What did they even do? And they don't and know, the, and they'll never know. But guys, because of the episode today, yeah, just take it down to this level here. This is should we get a bit closer, closer as well. Also, oh, nice. it'll be helpful because I've still got COVID. So you do oh, still yeah. have COVID. Wow, you had that in December. Yeah, that's been. It's, it's now two it's months. Now, I know. It's end not, of February. It's not like twenty <laughs> minutes later at all. Shush, shush, We're, shush, shush. We're just at this level. Uh, so. Hello and welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast about music. We're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety, doing deep dives on one artist at a time. You'll join us in season four, which is called This It Right In The End. A critical analysis of the history, cultural impact of music of Radiohead. We're going through their entire career, album, album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you listen to music that's known the history of our set of appreciation of their output? This is when we're asking, is it right in your head? To be clear, we're asking, is it right in your head in regards to the band Radiohead? Not, is it right in your head in regards to this fourth season of our podcast, which is called Is It Right In Your Head, which is now in your head i'm adam scott glasspool i'm familial with music mm-hmm. i love the artistry the emotion and also the context that surrounds music with me as always is someone who said 
they don't really care about art or talking about art, doesn't often relate personally to music, but is familiar with music. It's mm. Lucas Way. I'm aware of music. In the middle of that, we have someone who can appreciate context, art and subject matter, is just learning how to convey that in the form of words and is famished with music. It's Steve Murphy. I've just had some chocolate, which is really bad for a podcast. That's a, yeah, we're, we're, a, we're an anti-chocolate podcast. I've got hot yeah. chocolate. Is that okay? Because it's liquid chocolate. That's fine. Liquid chocolate. We're okay also, with liquid I feel like chocolate. It fits the vibe of this album a little bit, having a nice little warm hot chocolate. You're also yeah. in a snood sort of thing as well, like a fleecy a hoodie. hoodie sort of I mean, thing. one of those big baggy hoodies, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. How are you? Should we bring it up a little bit? Like just a, just like a yeah, touch. we can't keep that up. Can we? Yeah, no, okay, yeah. all right. How are you guys? You're right. You still got COVID, Lucas. Still got COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. But what's weird is there's going to be probably episodes a few weeks ago where you didn't have it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, right? I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Who I'm knows? feeling quiet, soft, introspective, and you know mm. that's that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling just right quite now. sleepy and bored. Oh, okay. And that's Sorry, because mate. we're going Fuck through the know. entire discography of Whisperer's Radiohead, but are today taking some time to look at the first solo album by the drummer of Radiohead, Philip Solway. Uh, we've picked some songs from the album to talk about, and we'll keep tabs on some of the other members of the band too, all in a bid to try and find out what music is. Guys, for you, in February 2023, as it is right now, what's music? The Sound of Love. Because it's valentine's ish time so i think i think to truly to fully understand what music is you have to listen to uh, a weekly podcast and all of the paid additional Mm. content of that podcast agree Uh, yeah strong twice weekly podcast strong emphasis on the word paid there Mm -hmm. um yeah absolutely i think that is what music is (laughs) please (laughs) So, so obviously this is the phil selway episode uh Philip, Philip Selway. Yep. He does not go by Phil Selway for his solo career. It's Philip Selway. Um, so we should start by talking about Tom York. So wh- sure. where did where did we leave them all? Uh, on the In Rainbows Disc 2 episodes, uh, we talked about those 2009 Radiohead singles, uh, which is a lot of singles really, thinking about it, isn't it? Uh, oh, no, they were released in the year 2009. Harry Patch and These Are My Twisted Words. Do you remember those? Yes. Yeah, we remember those. And then Tom released some solo things, one with Johnny, one for Twilight. Uh, that was for October 2009, I think. Which is still mind-boggling. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, he, 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 he played Latitude Festival in July 2009 as well. So do you remember he played Latitude Festival and he played all the songs from his solo album, The Eraser? Yeah. With like loop pedals and acoustic instruments yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Having learned that songs from the Eraser could be played successfully with acoustic instruments, Tom York starts a new band. Right. All right. This is October 2009. They initially don't have a name and they play their first show on October the 2nd, 2009, uh, at the Echoplex in Los Angeles, just under. Six question marks. Right. The marquee just had six question marks. Um, and they actually play a bunch of shows in the US, including Coachella Festival in April 2010, uh, and are billed as either question marks or they're billed as Tom York or both. So the Coachella... Tom York? Yeah, exactly. So the Coachella <laughs> 2010 poster 
uh, which was headlined by Jay Z, Muse, and Gorillas. There's a very yeah, 2010s yeah, yeah. lineup for you. Um, Glasto in 2010 had Gorillas and Muse. Indeed, oh. that's often how it happens. Uh, well, the Gorillas year, were a fill in for U2, weren't they? You too, yeah. But last year, Glast- uh, Glastonbury and Coachella had Billie Eilish, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but the Sunday on the poster goes, Gorillas, Pavement, Tom York? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really weird. <laughs> so basically, after Latitude, Tom approached Nigel Godrich with ideas on how to perform the eraser without drum machines and sequences, and they land on the idea of recreating it with Latin percussion. Because it's famous for those kind of polyrhythms and interesting time signatures and lots of different sort of like unique sounds, kind of like the stuff we heard on the Eraser, right? Mm. So they form a band which consists of Tom York, vocals, piano, guitar, okay? Nigel Godrich, guitar, synth, and percussion. Joey Waronker, difficult surname. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Waronker, Waronker. Drums, okay? He was previously a touring drummer for Beck and R.E.M. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm. Um, Mauro Refosco, who is a Brazilian percussionist uh, who had previously worked with David Byrne from Talking Heads because they use a lot of like Latin rhythms and stuff. And his whole job is just like when you see him on stage, his whole station is just various bits of percussion that he's like banging around. He's like, have you seen those like <laughs> organs? Where people are like playing the organ and they pull a bit of string and it goes with wee. He looks like that, but he's making like. Have you never seen one of these? Yeah, a bit, a bit like the uh, the scene at the end of Roger Rabbit with all those that that big machine. Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. I've yeah. been to see quite a few orchestral shows, and there's always one of them. Uh, there's always a percussion, a bloke yeah, yeah. who's just got loads of shit. Yeah, and, and I like watching him and just watching him switch switch between different types of. Beaters. Are they called beaters? Yeah. Hitters. Sure. Different hitters. types of hitters to yeah. do different stuff. I always find them quite enjoyable to watch. Yeah, that's great. And and that's and that's Mario Rafosco. Um and then obviously Flea on bass. Well, which is, if you're gonna have someone play bass, you're gonna get Flea or you're gonna get Colin Greenwood. Okay. <laughs> Tom is now becoming an LA kind of guy. Uh he does a lot of DJing over there with Flying Lotus and artists like that. And so that's where this new band meets. They have three weeks to rehearse, and then that first show on October the 2nd, 2009, is announced four days before it happens. The set is, firstly, the eraser in full, in order. And then a middle section of Tom York solo on an acoustic guitar, playing either new songs or Radiohead songs. On the first night, it was Open the Floodgates, Lotus Flower, and Skirting on the Surface. That might not mean anything to you. No. Across all of the gigs they they played, we also got Super Collider, Staircase, The Daily Mail, Present Tense, I Froze Up. All of those can go on the pinboard, and everything that's right place, Fog, Like Spinning Plates, Airbag, stuff like that, like solo acoustic versions or piano versions of those. And then the third section of the set, the band comes back on and they do things like a cover of Radiohead's Paper Bag Writer, um, that Feeling Pulled Apart by Horses single that we heard uh, a couple of episodes ago that is Tom and Johnny doing Old Reckoner. Um, and a song, they also play a new song that they seem to have written as a band with all these new members called Judge, Jury and Executioner. And they play those initial shows 
in October 2009 and then a bunch in April 2010. Tom plays a Green Party benefit in February 2010 and does like solo looped versions of These Are My Twisted Words and Lotus Flower and Give Up the Ghost and a song called Mouse Dog Bird. So we might as well stick those on the pinboard too. Um, and Tom also did that kind of performance of Lotus Flower when Radio had played a one-off show on January 24th, 2010 to benefit the victims of the earthquake in Haiti earlier that month. Um, tickets were on an auction basis with the highest price paid being $4,000 for a pair of tickets. Um, they performed with no lighting rig and with reduced equipment and raised £572,754. A cool half a mil for the for the Haiti earthquake relief, which is pretty cool. Um, and then a fan edit of that show was made and then uploaded to the internet later that year. With Radiohead's help and blessing, it raised a further $11,500 from donations. Um, and that show was in LA because around that time, Radiohead had uh, convened there to start work on their eighth album. That's kind of what uh, Tom is doing with his new band and what Radiohead are kind of up to there in the LA area. We mentioned the pinboard just now. It's an absolute state again. I'm absolutely livid about it. You remember a couple of episodes. We cleared. We cleared so much yeah, of yeah. it. But uh, what can you do? Here's what we've added. Open the floodgates, lotus flower, super glider, staircase, present tense, I froze up, mouse, dog, bird. Still on the board, guys. Lift, big boots, follow me around, say the word, morning, my lord, uh, a pig's ear, skirting on the surface, and burn the witch. Um, How many of those can we rip off when we do King of Limbs? Uh, a couple, yeah, yeah, a few, yeah, for sure, oh, for sure. Okay, 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 um, okay, okay. Does none of those song names even sound remotely familiar to you, Steve? Nope. Interesting. So you have no concept of King of Limbs. No. You don't even have any bloody concept of the King of Limbs, okay, Steve? I don't even have any limbs. Do you even have any fucking limbs, all right? <laughs> Because Adam, he's the king of limbs. I've got loads he's got of limbs. Loads. <laughs> I've at least got limbs. Too many limbs. I've got yeah. some limbs. You, limbless. Now, <laughs> June 2010, Tom York and Johnny Greenwood are the secret act on the park stage at Glastonbury Festival. Mm. Uh, j- just Tom and Johnny doing some, uh, some Radiohead stuff, some Eraser stuff. Yeah. Um, And while that's going on, Phil, the drummer from Radiohead, had been working on a solo record for quite some time. Uh, He started around sort of 2001, but it kind of petered out. Peter's Sout. Yeah, it doesn't really work when you do it like that. Yeah, Yeah, good. It's just Peter Doubt instead of Sout, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. It's usually Thomas. I don't think it was Peter, was it? It was Thomas. What? Doubt. <laughs> the doubting of the Lord. Doubting Our Lord. Thomas. Oh, doubting Thomas. Sake, what are we doing? Because there's we... St. Thomas, there's St. Peter. Why do Peter we doubt this and put it Not out Peter Doubt, Thomas Doubt. Oh, fuck's you can't really say that, though. You can't really say he started recording in 2001, but it kind of Thomas Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> because people don't understand what you're saying, I guess. No, you're right. And you're still saying it, though. Some of those recordings from 2001 do make it onto this album that we're covering today. And he picked it up again around 2006 because he had still been writing songs 
but he said they didn't feel appropriate for Radiohead. Now, to my knowledge, he's never written a song for Radiohead. Uh, like, not like a full song, right? Because yeah. that's kind of, that's the, that's the Tom thing of it all. And occasionally yeah. Johnny, and I think once Ed. I think Ed, Ed came up with the riff for Street Spirit, which if you're going to contribute one thing to a band, not bad. Yeah, not That's bad. Pretty, pretty good if you're contributing that. Um, he wanted to write something very personal. And so we have Familial, which was released on the 30th of August, 2010. Hey, My Steve, birthday. It's your bloody birthday, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's 10 tracks and 33 minutes. Oh. oh. Mm. What a good length. Mm. 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 It's produced by Ian Davenport, uh, who had previously produced artists such as Badly Drawn Boy, Stereophonics, who I always have to correct myself. I nearly said Stereophonics. The Stereophonics, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Duke Spirit. Remember the Duke Spirit? No. There's no way you remember the Duke. No, okay, cool. And Athlete, but it doesn't specify which one. What? Mo Farah, An athlete. Okay, he produced yeah. Mo Farah. No, I reckon, it's, I reckon it's Michael Jordan. Oh, man, you'd be pretty proud to have produced Michael Jordan, I reckon. Mm. Well, just ask Colin and Jane Jordan. Almost certainly not. Almost certainly not their names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the artwork, I had this problem with, uh, if you remember, way back um, in, in last year, we did Phineas's solo album. Um, I had mm-hmm. I had real problem tracking down who did the artwork for uh, for Optimus I, I by Phineas. Go on. Um, whoever did the concept art for The Last of Us? Yeah, could be, could be. On well, this, this one, is quite a, yeah, yeah, quite a long looked, way yeah. before, isn't it? But yeah, I'm, I'm having uh, I'm having the uh, the same trouble locating who actually did this. But it's a family portrait, but they're turning into some kind of coral. Yeah, which is very much like the clickers in Last of Us. Hmm. Although isn't that fungus rather than coral? How? What? What is coral yeah, if not sea fungus? Yeah. Oh man, exactly. I'm on a sea fungus diet. <laughs> you sea fungus? I eat you it. eat it. Yeah, it's not good for me. Doctors told me to stop. <laughs> the adult man on the right <laughs> reminds me of Jarvis Cocker, and I have no idea why. That's worth point- putting on this podcast, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Please, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, Jarvis Cocker with a beard. He reminds me of Trigger from Only Fools and Horses for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's our deep insight into the artwork of Familial. He's making a face, isn't he? Uh, Familial, (laughs) the title, it's all over the album. It's the theme of the album, isn't it? It's about the family, what it is to be close to people, perhaps. Mm. Um, The album, in terms of what it sounds like, guys, it's very quiet. Oh, yeah, isn't it? I've, uh, it's so quiet. I had no idea what I was expecting from a Phil Selway album coming into this before I heard it, because I'd never heard any of you it. You might have been expecting drums. Yeah. It does have, t- does have drums. But you'll be disappointed. Yeah, there's some. <laughs> um, it certainly wasn't some sort of very quiet, soft, introspective acoustic songs. But I don't know what I was expecting. You know, mm-hmm. like what? Yeah, what, I guess because Radiohead is weird. At least you expect yeah. some kind of tippity tappity, shuffly shuffly, and yeah. maybe some bleeps, maybe some bloops. At least a few bloops here and there. But Phil is not the drummer on this record. Uh, the, the, those drums are not Phil. Oh. Yeah, um, he, he's playing with a band here, consisting of uh, Glenn Koch, Lisa Germano, Patrick Sansone, and Sebastian Steinberg. 
all in various uh compositions and instruments i'm sure uh it's 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 very uh classy i would it's i would classy. describe the album as classy do you know what i mean yeah like it's stately stately all words for boring yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad it's, it's, I'm glad it wasn't me that had to say it you got you could you could listen to this well, album wearing a smoking jacket and a pipe oh yes i love wearing my when pipe. you inevitably fall asleep the pipe might then be lit and you could start a fire oh yeah oh you know my pipe is lit you know yeah, it boy um look i mean uh, boring is unfair because i like this record but it's you know it's uh you love boring music uh, adam yeah i do i love it (laughs) i love boring music but it's it's folky right uh although it has some more kind of like expansive sounds on it it Mm. has a lot of atmosphere it's got some brass it's got some strings it's got some ethereality to it but it is quite one note um yes and there's a bit of a dichotomy there because i like the note but also i do appreciate that it's 33 minutes long yeah, it's um, it's a thirty-three minute long song. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I kind of get what you're saying there. Yeah, um, they're very similar, but they're also of a piece. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, the the kindest way to say that is it's very cohesive. Nice, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a hum- immensely cohesive <laughs> album. It all sounds the same, and it's boring. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cohesive and stately. <laughs> unsurprisingly for me uh i find it uh completely pleasant uh perfectly nice none of it is bad and i'll never listen to it again in my entire life and i you know it's just not the sort of music that i reach for when i'm reaching for a vinyl which is you know how i always listen to my music oh yeah yeah, i'm in my car i reach for a vinyl yeah i put it on i move the needle carefully (laughs) skip it all over the place (laughs) You walk into the shops, you've got your personal LP player strapped to your belt. Um, I kind of made the assumption, I may be wrong, that this is maybe a little bit Steve Beatty. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're just pulling on that one thing, one type of music that I like, which is folk. Yeah, and also, mm. Steve, it's about family. And it's about family, oh. you're right. Well, that's what uh, yeah. I thought you would like about it because of the whole Fast and Furious nature of it. Oh, family. shit, I didn't even think about that. I thought, <laughs> yeah, you about me. I thought you were going to actually be serious then for a second. And I was like, I was Why? Why rapidly looking for the time when I've mentioned <laughs> any kind of family connection on this podcast. <laughs> that is a very good point. Adam didn't say the whole title and it's uh, La Familial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sponsored by Corona. Um, look, man, it's, it's, it's in my wheelhouse. I also like folk. I also have a particular soft spot for british folk and this is a very british album i think it's it sounds a lot like british folk a lot of people have compared it's like nick drake um who i think steve mm. will probably be aware of and lucas probably know the name but you're not terribly familiar well, with. i have I, I definitely thought when i thought when i heard beyond reason i definitely thought of drake no yeah this is <laughs> okay, yeah fine yeah. um <laughs> phil was quite self-conscious about his voice oh. uh his voice is quite distinct. I can't, off the top of my head, think of anyone else who sings like this. Oh, really? I had a very specific person I thought he sounded very like. Is it Billie Eilish? No. Because Billie Eilish does the whispering thing as well. 
<laughs> and I'm wondering if she got it from Phil Selway. No, I think there was parts, and it's not just the, the sound of his voice, it's also maybe some of the melodies he uses. Mm. Uh, it reminded me of Sufjan Stevens. Yes, it's Sufjan, but uh, absolutely. Spelt with a J, you know. Sufjan. So it's Sufjan, all right? Stevens. You're absolutely right, and uh, it's led me to uh, a question that maybe we should answer on a different show. But just if you had to sum up really briefly, how do you feel about Sufjan Stevens, Lucas? Um, I only know very few songs and I enjoy them. Okay, interesting. Because they do sound a bit like this. But, right? but when I say very few songs, I, I mean like three. You probably know Chicago. I know Chicago. Yeah, I like it when it bursts into life. Like Star, Star of Wonder, which is a Christmas cover that you did. Lovely. Yeah. One of my favourite Christmas songs. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, um, I have both of his Christmas box sets on the, uh, on the, the, the shelf behind me. And then another one. I, I think I've probably listened to Chicago. What's that album? It's Illinois, right? The album's called. It's Illinois. called "Come On, Fill the Illinois." This yeah. whole thing was he was going to do an album for every state. He did too. How's that gone? <laughs> it's not gone well. Hey, it's still in progress, man. He like, did too. He, he stopped in two thousand and five. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I uh, yes, I completely agree. It's Sufjan Stevens esque. I love Sufjan Stevens. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. When he's doing... Yeah, that's very Sufjan. Yeah. It, okay. Anyway, he was very self-conscious mm-hmm. about his voice, and the arrangements were created around his voice. Um, he originally had much bigger, grander arrangements, and then he'd try and sing over them, and it just like wouldn't work with his voice, so they had to strip them all back. And then, and then with that, because they sound, the songs sound very intimate, because they sounded very intimate, he had to come up with a much more personal set of lyrics, I think. And the lyrics are very personal. Um, and yeah. we'll talk about that as we go. Support for What Is Music is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by taking advantage of this exclusive offer, 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code... You ready? You ready for this? When you use the code BIGMATES at manscaped.com. In the performance package, you will find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, and some free gifts. Uh, The performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to keep all of that stuff in. Manscaped very kindly sent us all of the performance package stuff to try. Uh, Lucas, Steve, how how did you guys get on with all of the stuff? So, I mean... They've used the word package very intentionally, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the yeah, package. It's the that's like, that's package. like us level quality in terms of uh, wordplay. It's synergy. Uh, it's why we're perfect partners. Yeah. In terms of quality of uh, product, uh, look, we can be crass, right? We can be crass. I have been known to, you know, little nit here and there yeah. from time to time. Oh, 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 I'm gushing blood. Sure. Right? In this instance, nary a drop. Really? Just completely? Nary a drop. Nary a drop. Lovely, 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 lovely. Wonderful. Guys, I, I, I'm I, going to be honest. The secret star of the show yeah. has got to be the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Check out my nose. I can't you see, see a, up my nose. I can't see a thing. It's like two black holes. because there's nothing up there, Steve. It's because there's nothing up there, Steve. That's yeah. why. 
nothing no it's weeds bold. Nothing. i've got a bold nose yeah it's great <laughs> i love it i've never never breathed so clearly in my life i uh have never had such a handsome downstairs gentleman agreement gentleman agreement indeed uh, yes sure <laughs> my little my little gentleman and talking of yeah. handsome packages the the all the the, the packaging comes in is great and I just loved it. And it, it is actually great. nice. Yeah. yeah, like the travel bag is actually quite nice, and it's yeah, and the boxes are comfortable and stuff. It's cool. I g- genuinely like. Yeah, it's cool. And also, uh, these trimmers are waterproof, so you can do your business in the bath or shower, which means no mess. You get those free gifts in there too, the boxes and the travel bag. And obviously, this is a topic and area that it's fun to have fun with. And the term manscaped is tongue in cheek, but what if you don't identify as male? Manscaped is not gender specific and if you want to groom your body hair they want you to be able to do it safely and effectively no matter your gender or how you identify Manscaped is genuinely inclusive and here for anyone you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code bigmates at manscaped.com unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped uh the album opens it might be one of the most perfect album openings i've ever heard just like the first sort of like five seconds of it is absolute perfection but in terms of setting up the tone of the album yeah it's absolutely incredible cello on it and it lovely bit of cello it does and some lovely female vocals i was going to ask if that was female vocals or someone singing falsetto but uh based on what you said about his his uh vocals it's not him because that's not his way of singing clearly he he can go up high and he he does it a little bit on this record he does it quietly quietly. he's like the anti-james dean bradfield isn't he yes Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Whose song is, exactly. You have to write a song around the fact that he's singing quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everything about it is like subtle, mm. I would say. You mm. were very much um, correct that it immediately sets up the whole album because when he whispers, one, two, three, four, he, it's so ever it. so soft, I could feel his lips on my ear. And that kind of just goes for the rest of the album with the vocals and the way they're produced as well, is that they're so upfront and close and, yeah, like, mm. whispered. Like, would I be right in saying they're totally dry as well, like on the like Tom's vocals and the Eraser? Do they, they seem like, yeah. So, therefore, yeah, it sounds so natural and it does sound so close to my ears. 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's like he's whispering it's, to you. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like he's telling you his secrets. <laughs> hey, come here. <laughs> what? Hey, put it back. I can play your put song. it back. Put it where you found it. That's creepy. That bit. That's not him singing, right? That sounds like something out of a Tim Burton film. Um, that bit. It's like numerous people singing something out of a Tim Burton. It is. It sounds something like something that would be in the Danny Elfman Tim Burton joint. <laughs> Tim Burton joint. Jesus Christ. Uh, I really like the chorus. I really like the "By Some Miracle" bit. Um, it's look. I don't. I'm not sure we're going to have loads to say about this album. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's nice. All the songs sound like that. Yep. Uh, with some little bits of expansion. But uh, one of the things that I have written down is like, it's a very difficult album to be like angry about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I could see someone absolutely loving this album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I could never see anybody hating it. Yeah. Like, it's, you can't take that strong a stance on the negative on this album because you just go, like, well, it's, it's at least nice. It's, Do you know what I mean? It's incredibly inoffensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. This isn't for me at all. As like we know, this isn't my sort of thing. But there's nothing on it that I don't like because it's just all right. Like, yeah, perfectly all nice right. and fine. Nice. Yeah, who picked by some miracle? Was it Steve? Uh, it wasn't me. All I know is it wasn't me. I, don't know I mean, you me. two don't remember, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no idea. It was me. No, it was me. And the reason I picked it is that for for that reason, where you where it it sets up the whole the whole album with that intro, really. Um, and the other reason mm. I picked it is because he mentions Black Dog in it, and I thought we could get in the licking my neck bit. Okay, we'll do that then. Licking my neck. Elaborate. Yeah, great. But mental health, isn't it? Speak on He's that. talking about his mental health. You know, down in the basement, there's a black dog, and he can't kick it. Interesting. Oh, it could be. Yeah, could be. Uh, he also makes reference to like temptation and the idea of getting away with something, uh, which is yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, obviously a very deeply personal set of lyrics, which uh, we'll touch on more as we go. I th- I, I definitely picked the next one. I I picked uh, Beyond Reason. really like the uh, like this is an album that i think lives and dies on the environment in which you're listening to mm-hmm. it because if i had this on in the car and I, it's not i'm not saying it's because this is what you do Lucas, but if i had this on the car it'd be pretty shit like <laughs> really, like but if i've got it in like my noise cancelling headphones and i can hear all of the textures and like on a lot of the tracks there's people in the background whispering to you 
like if, if if I can hear all that, it makes like such a big difference. My car and... stereo mate is as good as putting noise cancelling headphones right in your ear. <laughs> okay, mm, sure. It's a it's a brand new car. It's twenty twenty two, so you know. Just because Lucas, you put your ears against the speakers when you're driving, which is really dangerous, though. Well, it's not that dangerous. It's cruise no? control. You got cruise oh, yeah, control. Yeah, you got yeah. lane assist. You know, it's an automatic. It's, it takes care of itself, mate. I don't need to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, the way they use samples on this album is is quite interesting. The, the fact that this is like some like the percussion on this is a little bit more off kilter than just someone drumming, and it's got like they've used in the background. Yes, that that's the vocals. The way they've sampled those vocals and his backing vocals are really really nice, and and the way they loop and layer them is cool. But the percussion specifically uses ambient noise from the recording as part of the percussion like hearing where the sample ends kind of acts as a as like a, a point of rhythm mm-hmm. uh it's it's really nice it's really nicely done it's almost like using field recordings to make rhythm um and what i also like about this album in general is that i think it's a really angry album really yeah speak on that no, I'm, no you, that was your you, point. You speak on it. <laughs> yeah, you speak no, on what I say. Yeah, here's, here's my point. Speak on it. <laughs> I will speak on it. Yeah. It's not. That's it is, me speaking. Uh, like, uh, speak on that, Adam. Yeah, speak on that, yeah, speak on that, please. This is the... It, it's the kind of anger, and this is why I think it's such a British album. It's the kind of anger where you're, like, just sort of, like, fucking quietly seething. Yeah. You're just sort of like, oh, <laughs> why? Uh, the the oh, you fucking <laughs> uh, the um, one of the lyrics is like, "We'll sever all ties. I'm tired, and it tries my patience." There's a real like quiet sort of rage uh, behind that, and it happens a, a few times on the um, uh, uh, on the album. Um, and I, I read an interview about uh, where they asked Phil about how the British are quite reserved. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, we're we're not like a, a terribly dramatic sort of people. It's a bit not necessarily stiff up a lip, but just it, kind of like people do keep their gripes to themselves. It's, we're and very just sort repressed of on them a as little a bit. nation. Hundred percent. I think we are. Thank you. Yes, and I think that this is a very repressed album. Yeah. It's a very, like, it's a bit, you know, and then the themes of it are, like, you know, exploring what it means to love the people that you're very close to and how that can be both positive and negative, being that close to somebody. Um, and there's, like, a, just a quiet rage behind uh, a lot of it. And you get the impression, also, that he's being very personal, but you're not quite sure what he's being personal about, which is another very reserved British thing uh to kind of do yeah do you know what i mean like this is as personal as a very british person can get <laughs> you know um and so that what that's what made me say it's a very british album and then you couple with that with that some of it sounds a bit like nick drake and uh yeah this is the one that first sure gave me the safian stevens feel you know vibe mm, that's interesting that's interesting because the next one is also quite Sufjan Stevens thinking about it and it's one that you've picked Lucas and it's called A Simple Life We just want a simple life We'll turn out the lights Please turn out the lights 
scared that I'm losing you As the crowds press on through the cold, cold night There's a place we can go There's a place where we both can hide And we'll stay quite still We won't make a sound We'll turn out the So I basically picked this one because it's it's like one of the few bits on the album that go, and I use this word in a very small way, big. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's big in a small yeah. way. <laughs> like, you know, it yeah. has some drums, first of all, some yeah, actual yeah, yeah, yeah. drums. Yeah. And then later it's got yeah. the brass, which is lovely, and it's it does. A- elevates. It's still very mild. I mean, it elevates it still to mm. a very mild song. Like a tika. Yeah. But it's something more than a bit of an acoustic guitar and some singing, which is what, you know, for me, yeah. it mostly just is. The lyrics yeah, I mean, are like quite nice. It's just about, you know, getting away from it all, isn't it? You want to yeah. get away from the busyness of life, which is a very radio head thing, actually. Going to really, a little it? quiet place where you can turn out the lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it does sound nice. I mentioned it uh, in that song, but it, it feels like it's just a Bowie song. And I couldn't tell you which era of Bowie because it's so sparse. But so like, it sounds like, um, no, it's, it's Space Oddity is what it's Yeah, like. yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's almost like he's doing an impression of Bowie without actually doing the voice. He's not, he's not I'm not going to try. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. And then like the back half gets a bit Pink Floyd and where it gets a little uh-huh. bigger. I really like this one. It like, gives me that kind of 70s uh rock that, i don't know how not rock because that could mean anything it's not rock it's not rock but like no. 70s like english folk yeah. oh, like 70s be, yeah. english folk yeah. and it's it's what it, are some other examples of that yeah sure and it's <laughs> and it's you know if if if, yeah. if lucas hadn't sort of uh picked it i think i i would have done i think this is my favorite on the on the album i think it might be mine yeah um so the composition it's just it's just very very nice and it's very tasteful do you know what i mean it's such such an adult contemporary album. Mm. Do you know the genre adult contemporary? Yeah, that's another word for boring. Yeah, I'm joking. Isn't I'm, it? joking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just really like it. Um, it's 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 my tempo. You know, mm. my tempo. Um, All eyes on you is the song after, and it's another one that samples his breathing as an act of uh, keeping the time, which is really cool. I really like that. Um, and it also has a fucking tasty riff to it, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Absolute banger. It's, oh, it's, it's so riffy. It's absolutely riff-tastic. Does it make you want to get out, get in the pit? It does, yeah. But there's not enough time because it's only two and a half minutes long, but, which actually is a great length. Oh, it's a good length. Um, at this point in the album... Two and a half is a good length. We can all agree on that, right? <laughs> we, this point, we can all agree a perfect length for anything... Two and a half. Anything. Whatever the metric the is. Length yeah, the, metric hour, is. the length of an hour. The length of an hour should be two and a half minutes long, I, I think, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. At this point in the album, did anyone else get the same feeling that actually a lot of these songs are Christmas songs? Is it just because it's it's December and the year? They all have the... It, it, yeah, that might... Yeah, is that, that what's might, doing it? Is the it the case. fact that it's, it's Christmas It's three weeks time. till Christmas that when we're recording. Let me, let me finish. They all have a feeling of those quiet 
and sad 70s Christmas songs. You know, like I Believe in Father Christmas by Greg Lake. The one that goes, they said there'll be snow at Christmas. Steve, or Steve, Star of Wonder. There you go, they're like that. There's no sleigh bells, no church bells. There's no bells. Yeah, There's one bell. But have another listen from like this point onwards. There's one bell and he's talking about something that he doesn't have a lot of confidence in. Um, with with that in mind, and this is a goddamn Christmas album, I'm telling you. Um, uh, <laughs> so it's... It is. It's, it is. This is a, this is I, a Christmas hey, album. It could be a Christmas album if you want it to be a Christmas album. Thank you. I mean, your, your Christmas makes me very sad if this is a Christmas album. Well, it should. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I can see like one, like I, I really like Christmas, f- like for the quiet introspection of it sometimes, yeah. you know, like one of my favorite Christmas songs It's not actually typically a Christmas song, but it's, uh, in, in the bleak midwinter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love in the bleak midwinter, which is a very specific vibe where like the ground is frosty and it's kind of like, it's sunny, right. But also it's, it's misty and bitterly cold. And that's where this album lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe even if it's not a Christmas album. Which it is. It's, it's a... <laughs> it's a Sunday walk on like the 18th of yeah. December and it's cold and crispy. Or the 25th. It's a winter album. It's a winter album. It would equally work in February as well, which is actually when we're releasing this. So why don't people go out for a fucking walk with this album right now? <laughs> go on. We'll wait. <laughs> but it's probably not crispy and cold because of global warming. Oh, bloody hell. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Lucas, you pick the next one. Uh, the Ties That Bind Us. The impetus for picking this one is, I think it's 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 effectively as close as you'd get to like being the title track of the album. Yeah, it feels like a single because it's got a hook. Well, and also because it's like very, very yeah. Steve, come on, you're talking to me. I'm not talking about the content of the song. I'm talking about the theme. Lucas is doing the themes. Don't interrupt because it's so unquestionably about family. Steve, he'll he'll lose confidence. 
<laughs> and so that's why I picked it because it says the word family in it. Lovely. Well, it's literally about. It's not just because it says the word family, Steve. The whole song's about family. It's about the ties that bind us, Steve. It's about parenthood. It's about. Fa- I mean, I thought you'd pick it, but again, I beat you to the it. Ties that bind. Good song. Because it it's references, because it references parenthood. Yeah, so I thought. Yeah, it does. Yes, um, I'm fairly sure that Tom York ripped off this song for a moonshape. Do you reckon? As well. Which one? I'm fairly sure that this is the numbers on uh, on uh, a moonshape pool. I think there's a little guitar fill in this. Uh, I suppose yeah, on this album he is the little guitar fill, isn't he? Uh, but I think isn't he quite where big, it goes it? like where it goes like diddly diddly diddly. I mean that's not what it sounds like. I don't know why I bothered, but there's, I'm sure there's a little fill that sounds like uh, Tom rips off in the numbers. Um, I assumed uh, there was there was two reasons that I assumed you picked it, uh, Lucas, and one was that you love jazz. Do, do I? And, and well, so you, you, just, you that's been your sort of. <laughs> <laughs> ongoing thing is you think I might like jazz despite the uh, fact that it seems jazz. like I should hate it. He would hate it. But I assumed you loved that double bass being uh, jazzed. Um, I did like the double bass. Yeah. Ba-doo, ba-doo. It's like um, classical Seinfeld in a way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mostly picked it because it felt like the title track, basically. Oh, okay. I also had a theory that because you'd heard it before, mm. you recognised it. From where, where on earth would I have heard it from before? Uh, this is the one of the things that he contributed to um, the Seven Worlds Collide uh, album that we covered on the In Rainbows Disc 2 episode, maybe? Yeah. I played a little clip of it. Um, it's a different version. It's an earlier version. Is that right? This is a later yes. version. Yeah, 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 This is re-recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe there was a, a, an inkling of uh, familiarity there. But also there's strings on it as well so maybe I shouldn't have that is true it has strings and the strings are nice very softly dramatic strings and and it's one of those songs that in the background if you listen to it it's got whispering um, which is a bit creepy but also quite comforting and yes you're right the references to family and it being something that you are tied to Mm. and perhaps maybe uh, is how people get away with horrible things also is what I took for it but maybe also that's to do with me um, <laughs> but the like the idea of uh it's 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 the ties that bind us it's a kind of blindness is um is 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 quite an affecting lyric, in the way that I you think. feel you have to keep your family members around just because they're family when actually like if people are making you miserable like you should just be able to cut them out of your life but there's a kind of thing isn't there just well it's family you just got to yeah. deal with it yeah that's a thing but also you might not recognize um people doing untoward, horrible or negative things because just something you were always brought up with. Mm. That's your family. That's how your family are. And that's the way they'll always be, potentially, you know. And that those relationships aren't always that that uh positive. Because you know, you can't you can't choose your family unless you adopt. Friends of the family you can choose is a line from uh, the Lego Batman movie song. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Is the line the family man that's running from me or the family madness running through me? Family madness running through me. That information was like accessible and you could have found out. 
Well, well, you know, uh, imagine though if you had a music discussion podcast where your the whole point of uh, what we're doing is to bring in topics to discuss mm. as well, instead of just looking it up and then deciding upon it before we discuss it, <laughs> like a shit pub argument where you get Google out. <laughs> You're wrong. Yeah, seven hundred thirty-three. Yeah, exactly. No, I want to argue the toss about things that I don't really care about. <laughs> uh, but I, I believe it is the family madness running through me. No, it's the family man is running from me. Okay, the family man is running from me. Well, let's go. Let's Google it. Because the family man is like a you know like a monster in the night. He's called the family man. We've never seen the family man. He lives with the king of limbs, isn't he? Yeah, he lives with the king of limbs in the moon shaped pool. Peter Griffin. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, then it's a patron saint on which he is absolutely livid, isn't he? Is he absolutely furious? Yeah. Um, well, the lyrics. Where, where have you gone wrong? Uh, sorry, where, <laughs> sorry, where you've gone is something wrong. You're not the friend I knew. A web of lies and compromise. You play me for a fool. All right. Oh, he's he's livid. He's so angry, but 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 also he delivers it like this. <laughs> little Philip Delway. Uh, it's interesting, it's, it's interesting he's so angry on another Christmas song. Um, patron Saint, we're talking about Saint, Saint Nick, Nicholas. Is the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves, children, brewers, pawnbrokers, and students, which is arguably too many things to be a patron saint of. Yeah, it's like one of those restaurants where they do loads of different cuisine. It's exactly that. Just focus on like one buffet thing. city. Sometimes you do just want to go to a buffet, don't you? Where you get loads of shite versions of everything. Is, is this what we're doing? next thursday i would be up for going to the there's a name i can't remember the name of it there's a big buffet in town that's like that yeah it's like seven yeah. 17 quid all in yeah just like, quantity yeah. complete quantity of equality yeah. yeah that sounds absolutely i want ideal. prawn toast on pizza yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. with some spaghetti bolognese <laughs> on the side and then finish oh, up with yeah. some ice cream but then go back for a steak after a steak at one of those places imagine it's been sat on a hot plate for six hours <laughs> oh and then, uh, then it's falling, and this album kind of settles into a groove mm. uh, in in the middle. Um, falling has a bit of like a lullaby sound. Oh, to it's it. so sweet! This album, right? It's really sweet. Uh, good breakfast music. Oh yeah, speak on that. Like you can't just say things. And then, you know, <laughs> to, well, I, mean, I suppose that's what conversation is, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. It but I didn't like you holding I'm up the mirror to society. Um, I'm formalizing the process <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. conversation. Here's what I'm saying. You talk about it. Are you it. saying this is a, a an ex Benedict album? Is that what you're saying? What what sort of breakfast are we thinking? thinking? Of Benedict is too exciting. Of... This is a porridge album. No, <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying that this is this is uh, I want to be in uh, you know Quinn's old flat mm. uh, with his like rickety little table and he's like making me poached eggs and he's he's fucking it up to be honest with you. But I'm not saying anything because I'm polite. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> but this is the music that you have on. It's just gentle because you, you've had a few drinks the night before. Yeah. It's like a Sunday morning, <laughs> and it's like you know it's not long. You can hear the whole album in, in half an hour. It's perfect. That's too long to be cooking poached eggs. <laughs> yeah, well that's, that's why he's fucking it up. Say anything though. Yeah, I'm just got time on for half an hour, polite. thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, <laughs> just gonna post. Hang on, eggs. I'm just gonna pop on Phil Selway's album to <laughs> to <laughs> remind me of my poached eggs. <laughs> when the Phil Selway album is, is over, I can take them out of the pan. Perfect. Uh, yeah, <laughs> perfect every time. Uh, then it's Broken Promises, which is probably like the sparsest thing 
on the album. And it's I honestly thought you were going to pick it because it's a deeply nostalgic song, Steve, mm. with references to returning to the house you were born in and photographs of your family from some time in the past. Oh, yeah, the past. Um, He's, um... And it also has a lovely sentiment, which is, uh, once the hurt has faded... Only the love will remain. That is that is lovely. It's really nice. It's, it's really nice. He's um yeah. he's talking about finding peace in this song. Peace on earth, is all I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying that. Ho ho ho. Right, well let's get to the one that you did actually pick. Yeah. The longest song on the record <laughs> at five minutes. Incredibly long. Incredibly long. It's called Don't Look Down. From the top of the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> is it je- I mean, this is the most Christmas one to me. Go on then. How how is this a a Christmas song then, Steve? Can you not? Can you not hear it? I mean, it it had it. it I just so oh, I mentioned these seventeen just then, but it, it I I can't tell you why. I have no evidence to back it up. Please, like love, if one person online can say, love, yeah. Well, Steve, I, and, yeah. And, and your choice of Christmas song to say it sounds like is is laughable because you chose a not a Christmas song. I mean, it is. So it's just if, a Christmas. It just came out at Christmas. It's not about Christmas. It's just a song. He thought that this was such a slam dunk yeah. that he didn't even like bring any evidence. Not, I've got no it. evidence. I've got no evidence. He just he just thought we were going to go. Oh yeah, it's a Christmas no. album. It is. Uh, like as if I would think that you would go along with this bollocks take. If somebody can just t- tweet us with yeah hashtag Christmas, then I'm happy. Thank you. Someone um, will just do it just to be nice, Steve. Know good. that they're just doing it to be and, and and Lucas, what's wrong with being nice? And what's wrong with being nice? Speak on that. <laughs> it makes people weak. You should be hard oh, and all right, Andrew Tate. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking Jordan Peterson over here. I think this song is particularly lovely. Uh, I do like that kind of drone. Um mm-hmm. and then you get these like jazzy chord runs on the piano underneath. But they're like um, they they are discordant, which like they? at the end yeah. get a little bit more mental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yes, yeah. good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
To which I was then going to ask if he plays everything on this album. Also, fair play for using the word trapeze. Always welcome. Mm-hmm. I think there's too many songs with the word trapeze, and I think it's it's getting a bit boring now. I can honest. only think of one other. Uh, does Read Your Mind by The Killers have the word trapeze in it? Or have I pulled that out of my arse? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it's it's nice. It's it's not my favourite on the album, I have to say. Uh, but but you know it does sort of bring together some more of those themes and like family relationships that you're stuck in and and the familiarity and comfort that can come with that. It's also maybe the most whispery one. Mm. This is the one with the biggest whispers, whispers, which sounds like Christmas. It does. <laughs> I'm coming around to it, Steve. Yeah, I'm coming around to it. I like it. It's a good take. It's a good take. It's not, it's not a good take. <laughs> it's a good take. But no, I do. I get what you mean. It's it's like it's cold music, and also it's three weeks until yeah. Christmas, so it's that in it. Anyway, I picked oh, yeah. the last yeah. track on the album, which is called "The Witching Hour." Is fucking Christmassy. Uh, to be fair, that one. Although actually, I picked that. Um, I was asked to pick that one by my therapist. Uh, Speak on that. Yeah. Pa- well, it's part of my immersion therapy for things that are too scary for me. Mm. Yeah. Which, of course, in this case, is witches. Yeah. Because witch- that's. <laughs> that's when? When scary. is the witching hour, Adam? It's supposedly midnight. However. Yeah. In um, BFG, she thinks it's more around three o'clock in the morning. Mm, yes, indeed. The witching hour. I either, I, I either feared it was midnight or dusk. Uh, it's dusk. also known as uh, devil's hour, and it's, it's mm. the time of night that is associated with supernatural events. Oh. Uh, bloody lovely song, though. It's the most lovely of all the ones mm. on the song, on the album. On all the songs. songs on the album, it's the most <laughs> the lovely. on this song. It is a... Very soothing balm mm. to kind yes. of end on after the the caustic anger of yeah. the previous nine tracks yeah. to have something that's actually delicate and nice. Yeah, finally. I mean, yeah. Steve, you Steve, you said Lucas, you're right, mate, because you thought I was sitting here just feeling ill because I've got COVID, but actually, I was mostly just relaxing because it's quite a nice bit of song. Oh, nice. It's a lovely bit of song. Uh, it's a lovely. Oh, bit it's of a lovely song. bit of song in it, and it also it ends on a perfect 
summation of the album, I reckon. I think this is his ultimate point is those I love will carry me home. And that's that's really nice. He just repeats that again and again, like it's a mantra. Those I love will carry me home. Mm. So it's about yeah, going out and that... getting too pissed at Christmas. Yeah. Yes, it is. And, and then, then, people, and then your do. mates that yeah. you love will carry you home. Yeah. Yeah, we've all carried Steve home, haven't we? Yeah. We've all well. carried him home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is that a non smartino? I don't it's... think it's a non smartino, but it is th- something theremin like, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it sounds lovely. It's lovely. I, I mean, the whole album, we've kind of summed it up as we've, we've talked about it, you know? It's, it's, uh, it's lovely, I think. You know, it's, it's in turns absolutely fine and nice. Um, Phil has talked about it being about familial relationships, obviously, and about those close to you. And it's interesting that he chose to do something so personal. Um, and I think it's just it's a, it's a pleasant way to spend a half an hour of your life. I reckon. Had you heard yeah. this before, you know, doing it for homework? Uh, yes. But, but was not, it ever, not on rotation, not a regular, like... No, absolutely not. Will it become one? Will it now be, like, in I, the... I do really like it. I have to say I do really like it. I'd probably give it something like a six out of ten. A six and a half out of ten. I think, like, I'll yeah. never listen to it again, but maybe Witching Hour might go in my Radiohead songs What I Like playlist when this is all said and done. Not a Radiohead song. Well, right. I did it with Phineas as well. A few Phineas songs went on the Billy. Well, he's on the Radiohead well. playlist. He's on the, that's weird. <laughs> really fast and loose with your rules on your playlist. Bizarre. Say what you like about Familial. It is the right, perfect time to poach an egg. Well, exactly. That's yeah. what I've got out of this. So. <laughs> 32 minutes and 45 seconds. Or whatever minutes. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a second longer. When, <laughs> no, once the witching hour is done, is, that is how long I take to poach an egg. I just the water is at like thirty-two degrees. Oh, right, it's a, it's a slow poach, is what they call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sloach. that's what they call it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was released to positive reviews, sixes and sevens, and what have you. And yes, I suppose you know uh, it's difficult to be angry about, even if it's not for you. It is absolutely worst fine right it's like such i don't think lucas you may never think about this album again uh but next time i'm doing the washing up and i'm feeling like something slow and sad i'm gonna put on this i reckon it's good this is where we're very different people if i'm washing up hype pepper music. music oh yeah. no i do i do put hype music on but i'm saying if i'm washing up if i've got like a little errand to do and i feel like i want to put on something introspective there's no reason why i wouldn't put on this i could get the whole album done in the time it takes for me to hoover uh, my sofa. So it's perfect. You are slow. Huge sofa. Huge sofa. <laughs> Massive. <actually>. Massive. <laughs> the month after this was released, in September 2010, um, a fan edit of the In Rainbows gig from Prague went onto YouTube with the soundboard recording having been provided by Radiohead themselves, which is very cool. That's worth digging up if you like watching uh, bootlegs, but with pristine sound um in september 2010 also johnny greenwood did the soundtrack to the film adaptation of the book norwegian wood um which is it's a cool soundtrack Uh, the film is in japanese obviously because it's a japanese writer um and one of the tracks from it is just kind of uh, interesting to me um we have talked lucas you you already know about the song uh the present tense by radiohead 
Uh, it's one of my favorite Radiohead songs. But if you remember from the In Rainbows Disc 2 episode, what I said about it was that version that Tom played, just him and the acoustic guitar uh, live, that's like my favorite version of it. Just that first one that we heard. I, I love it so much. And so I thought they'd gotten rid of it because one of the tracks from Johnny Greenwood's uh, Norwegian Wood soundtrack uh, sounds like this. pretty in its own right uh but that is the chord progression from present tense by radiohead so i thought oh okay we're never gonna hear that song <laughs> tell you what that sounds like a christmas song doesn't it oh for god's <laughs> sake, sake. <laughs> any music he hears in december is christmas <laughs> music uh also in 2010 Happy johnny birthday. debuted his new concert work which was called dog house oh There you go. That's the kind of stuff that Johnny Greenwood gets up to uh, when, he's, when, up he's, to. When, he's writing, when he's writing his concert works. Also in 2010, uh, here's a trio you never thought would work together. Tom York, Damien Rice and Philip Glass all mm. contributed to the soundtrack for When the Dragon Swallowed the Sun, a documentary about the Tibetan movement to free Tibet from China. Tom wrote three songs, which he produced and recorded himself, one called Oh My God, one called Three Pulse, one called Invisibility Cloak, Never heard them. Not released anywhere. Don't know how to get hold of them. I think you can only hear them if you watch the film, and I can't find the film. So there you go. Someone will have it. Someone's, someone's got to send it to me. But for now, that wraps up our story so far. Whilst this album, Familial by Phil, Philip Selway, was being released, and whilst Tom was playing in a band with Flea, and whilst all of the stuff that we've talked about today happened... The band most commonly known as Radiohead had mm-hmm. been sporadically recording what would transpire to be their eighth studio album. So join us next week when we shall be visited by the <laughs> King of Limbs. Uh, but before we get too far ahead of ourselves, all of that stuff that we did talk about today, was that music? Oh, lovely, quite introspective music about Christmas. Do we have uh, a smidge, a modicum, a quantum of time for an email? Yes. This is from uh, Sophie Blewett with the subject line, Thanks! Featuring my family history. Hi, Adam, Steve, and Lucas. I'm a relatively new listener, and I just wanted to let you know, I've been really loving the podcast. 
My dad recommended it to me a few weeks ago. Okay, a little pause there because mm. that's devastating. Yeah. I thought we were cool and edgy, but no. people are getting us as a podcast recommendation from their dads. We so, are the equivalent in podcasts to dad rock. Yeah. Okay. Dad. Yeah. Dad, dad pod. pod. Well, they're all the rage, aren't they? I, I always hear people talking yeah. about dad pods. Mm-hmm. What, uh, uh, what is now considered a, a kid pod then, a young person pod? The CBB's podcast, I reckon. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. like a really kiddie pod, though. What about like teen? What teenagers listen to in pod in the pod world? I don't think they listen to podcasts. Have you seen our demographics and like like statistics and stuff? There's no teenagers listening to our show. And they're just watching bloody TikToks and Twitches, aren't it's they? Bloody, it's all bloody TikToks these days. It's all bloody TikToks. Anyway, shut up. I'm reading an email. <laughs> my dad recommended it to me a few weeks ago, and I've spent the time since catching up on season four and then looking forward to every new episode. I grew up listening to Radiohead because my dad's an obsessed fan of the band, though I always figured he had just become disturbingly attached to this weird indie band that no one else really liked. I'd also figured I'd never get into Radiohead. OK Computer feels boring when it was blasting through the house every day since your birth, but when I moved out for university this year, I played some Radiohead when I missed home and found it was actually really good. I avoided telling my dad about this for a while, but he found out and is absolutely overjoyed. He said, I finally get Radiohead. And the first thing he did was recommend your podcast before he bought us matching In Rainbow's shirts. Unfortunately, a lot of these excellent deep dives you've been doing have me actually listening to lyrics for the first time. And now I'm wondering if my dad is okay with songs like Fitter Happier playing all day. Having heard these albums as the constant soundtrack to my childhood, I often thought they all blended together and I had heard everything. But every extra behind-the-scenes fact that you share makes me feel like I'm hearing the music anew and I can extend them to my own experiences and emotions as a new listener. I felt like I had a few aha moments listening to the OK Computer episodes, though I do hear Tom whisper boop on that fourth beat of Paranoid Android every time I listen to it now. All your fault. I don't want my dad to get a big head and become even more of a music snob, so I won't tell him Radiohead's become my favourite band until maybe he hears it on this podcast. I also won't tell you that this is my favourite podcast and accidentally validate his taste in podcasts. Congratulations on all your recent successes. The podcast is really fantastic. You can add bringing a father and daughter closer together to your list of achievements. I'm excited to get into your earlier seasons soon lots of love from australia sophie oh australia good day mate uh, right every time every oh, time no. we get a <laughs> fucking sake. email from australia uh that's lovely what do you think of bluey i don't know anything about bluey are you asking, asking me or you. sophie I'm asking sophie right well fine that's fine <laughs> uh that's a lovely email thank you uh sophie and hello sophie's dad she yeah, both of you sound name. very cool yeah well Just of course so. they listen to this podcast and they exactly. like radiohead is yeah. there a cooler person on the planet? Uh, yeah. Okay. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you very much for listening. Before you join us next week, for the King of Limbs, come and let us know what you think of Familial. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at What Is Music Pod, TikTok at What Is Music. And if you'd like to send in something a little bit longer and maybe have us read it out on the show like we did with Sophie's lovely email, you can email us at whatismusicpod at gmail.com. And if you liked what you heard here today and thought, I'd like to hear more of that, but worse, please do head over to our Patreon page where things are getting really real loose 
they're getting real loose over there at this stage of the month, guys. Um, there's new, old, separate, related things. There's a monthly series where we're going to reevaluate the entire career of the first band that we covered in this podcast, Manistry Preachers. We're currently around, I think we're just about to dig into Gold Against the Soul. There's also a show where we create themed playlists and give you music recommendations and make fun of the recommendations that you give to us. Um, there's a new episode of something every week if you sign up to one of the tours, uh, one of the tiers. And also there is 18 individual rocks. Uh, if you are thinking, do you know what? I want to give these guys some money to keep the podcast going, but I don't really want to do that on a regular basis. You could buy some of our merchandise over at whatismusicpod.redbubble.com or you can send us just a little something over on coffee.com, which is ko-fi.com slash whatismusic. That about does it. Thanks again for listening. But before you go, please, don't, don't leave me leave high. Don't, don't leave me Bye. Bye. Too loud. He just didn't get it. He didn't get it. Merry Christmas. That's fine. No. Merry Christmas, Yoko. (laughs) (laughs) And those I love.